0: Section 31 of David and His Friends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. David and His Friends, a series of revival sermons by Louis Albert Banks. The Flight of the Soul I flee unto thee to hide me. Psalm 143, verse 9 never was there an eagle with reach of wing long enough or with pinions of sufficient strength to mount so high or fly so far afield as the soul of man god has made us so like himself that it is impossible for the mere accidents of poverty or wealth of physical bondage or freedom of pleasant or unpleasant surroundings to dictate the spiritual history of the soul the soul dictates its own destiny It has the power to fly from its environment and take up its abode in an entirely different atmosphere there have been men whose bodies lived in a palace ministered to by all the luxuries of wealth and refinement while all the time their souls grovelled in filth and squalor there have been many other men like lazarus who lay at the gate of dives about whom jesus tells us who associated with the dogs of the street so far as his poor sick body was concerned but whose soul had many a flight with angels and death the great leveller who ushered dives into the hell where his soul's passions and lusts had always carried him released lazarus to be forever in happy fellowship with the angels with whom his pure heart had kinship we sing a very precious old hymn sometimes which runs how tedious and tasteless the hours when jesus no longer i see sweet prospects sweet birds and sweet flowers have lost all their sweetness to me the midsummer sun shines but dim the fields strive in vain to look gay but when i am happy in him december's as pleasant as may his name yields the richest perfume and sweeter than music his voice his presence disperses my gloom and makes all within me rejoice i should were he always thus nigh, have nothing to wish or to fear, no mortal so happy as I, my summer would last all the year. Content with beholding his face, my all to his pleasure resigned, no changes of season or place, would make any change in my mind, while blessed with a sense of his love, a palace, a toy, would appear, and prisons would palaces prove, if jesus would dwell with me there multitudes of people have found john newton's song to be true and their prisons have turned into palaces of enjoyment because the soul has flown away and associated with those who were dear and battled and conquered on noble fields a wicked king could shut john bunyan up in a prison at bedford but he could not chain his soul there god gave him wonderful soul flight from that little jail his spirit took wing and followed christian in his flight from the city of destruction hovered over him in sympathy in the slow of despond abode with him in the house of the interpreter climbed with him step by step up the hill difficulty stood by to put courage into his arm in the fight with apollyon in the valley of humiliation walked with him through the temptations of vanity fair was locked up with him in the doubting castle and trembled with him before giant despair bunyan wandered on with christian into the delectable mountains and rejoiced with him in the land of beulah crossed with him the river of death and stood in zion before god one of bunyan's prison meditations in his own rude but vigorous rhyme reveals the freedom and triumph of his soul for though men keep my outward man within their locks and bars yet by the faith of christ i can mount higher than the stars tis not the baseness of this state doth hide us from god's face he frequently both soon and late doth visit us with grace we change our drossy dust for gold from death to life we fly we let go shadows and take hold of immortality these be the men that god doth count of high and noble mind these be the men that do surmount what you in nature find first they do conquer their own hearts all worldly fears and then also the devil's fiery darts and persecuting men they conquered when they thus do fall they kill when they do die they overcome then most of all and get the victory dr george b cheever commenting on this poem says that such poetry would have been noble from any man of genius but it came from bunyan's heart it was his own experience I never had in my life, he wrote in prison, so great an inlet into the word as now. Those scriptures that I saw nothing in before are made in this place and state to shine upon me. Jesus Christ also was never more real and apparent than now. Here I have seen and felt him indeed. I have had sweet sights of the forgiveness of my sins in this place and of my being with Jesus in another world. that mount zion the heavenly jerusalem the innumerable company of angels and god the judge of all and the spirits of just men made perfect and jesus the mediator have been sweet unto me in this place i have seen that here which i am persuaded i shall never while in this world be able to express i have seen a truth in this scripture whom having not seen ye love in whom though now ye see him not yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory surely the wicked king on the english throne might well have changed places with bunyan if thereby he could have obtained bunyan's peace of soul for bunyan proved the truth of a celebrated song sung much in his times stone walls do not a prison make nor iron bars a cage minds innocent and quiet take that for a hermitage now if we inquire into the secret of john bunyan's joy and peace we shall find that it was but a realization of our text bunyan fled from his sins to god and found refuge in the forgiveness of god through jesus christ he started low enough for he was a poor drunken bedford tinker of no account to anybody until his christian wife prayed for him and pled with him until he fled for refuge to the cross "'and lost there the burden of his sin. "'And that is my message tonight, "'that God is a refuge for every poor sinner "'who will flee to him. "'But the fleeing is our part. "'We are free men and women, "'and God will not drive us into the kingdom. "'He will give us visions of the beauty of it. "'He will show us his own sympathy and love "'and fling wide open the doors to the city of refuge. "'But unless we rise up and seek the refuge... We shall perish outside dr edward rand tells the story of a young fellow named ralph johnson who was in the little church of a coast town sitting in the back seat listening to the sermon and wishing he were christian and yet rather confused as to how to go about it when suddenly the door of the church was thrown open and a boy shouted that a ship was wrecked off their coast the church was deserted in a moment for there was a life-saving station there And all ran to the shore to offer such help as they could to those in distress. A shot-line was thrown to the wreck from a gun, the line was pulled in by the wrecked sailors, and a life-car was soon sent to them over the frothing waves. The surfmen on the shore, waiting to haul in the life-car, were astonished that the wrecked men on the ship did not seem to get in the car, and they began to shake their heads and look at one another. "'It looks as if those aboard the wreck were afraid to quit the old hopeless craft for what will bring them ashore,' spoke up the old minister, whose sermon had just been interfered with by the announcement of the wreck. "'They've got to leave the old thing and take the car, if they want to be saved,' said Ralph Johnson, who, a few minutes earlier, was wishing he knew how to become a Christian. Hello! suddenly cried one of the surfmen. "'What's the matter?' asked another. "'I believe somebody is trying to get into the life-car.' there is a pull on this line a shout broke from the waiting crowd somebody knows what to do good cried ralph johnson again ready ordered the keeper haul away boys the life-car started every eye was fastened on the little vessel of hope suspended from the stout hawser and drawn in by the surfmen. when it reached the shore a man crawled out and then two women hurrah shouted the surfman and all the spectators the life-car made successive trips to the wreck till all were safely brought ashore a week passed and the old preacher was again in the pulpit in the midst of his sermon ralph on the back seat anxiously listened said the minister as he closed his sermon there are those here today who ought to decide this matter of a new life in the saviour many if not all of you saw the wreck and rescue last week don't make the beginning of a new life a mystery on your part those on the wreck turned from it quit it crawled into the life-car and were drawn ashore to you on the wreck the life-car of salvation is run out leave the old life of sin and storm and turn to god's mercy coming towards you don't hesitate in penance for sin in trust in christ in fully surrendered submission to him commit soul and body everything to the lord jesus christ who will come aboard the life-car today, fully for time for eternity forever is there one to raise a hand ralph johnson's hand went up and the nail wound palm of jesus took hold upon it and helped him into the life-car of salvation jesus christ waits to be the refuge of any soul which will flee from sin tonight. but let us not make a mistake while the beginning is with us and nothing can be done towards our salvation till we obey christ and flee to hide ourselves in him all our salvation is in jesus christ and he alone can save us nothing that we can do except to obey christ can make us any better rev james edgerton a venerable minister of new york state tells how his old scotch grandmother found peace in jesus she had been brought up to study the bible and knew a great deal of it by heart but she had never learned how to surrender her heart to christ and so trust him as to look up into his face and not be afraid after her grandson had become a minister and came to visit her she begged him to talk to her about the witness of the holy spirit he talked to her as best he could and went away two months later he came back to see her again and as he entered the room his grandmother rose from her chair and came toward him she raised her hands and exclaimed in her broad scotch dialect oh merton how happy i am I am that happy I could fly. Oh, it's on Jesus, and on Jesus. It's all in Jesus. Oh, I'm that happy. She did not speak of anything else. I thank God that there is not one soul here tonight but may enter into that same blessed happiness if you will fly to refuge to Jesus Christ. End of section thirty one. End of David and his friends, a series of revival sermons by Lewis Albert Banks.